Welcome to the Becoming One podcast, where as the church, we learn to pursue peace in a divided world. Here is your host, Pastor Sean Wilson. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining me on today on the Becoming One podcast, hey, where we seek to organize, neutralize, and evangelize as the body of Christ. And today I want to kind of remind everyone to a, a particular story in the book of Genesis chapter 9. And it's pertaining to Noah and his sons. After the flood, uh, we know that Noah he himself, he became drunk and he was inside of his tent and he was uncovered, meaning he was laying in his tent without clothes. Um, one of the things that I want to kind of talk about with this story is the importance of maturity. Now, in Genesis chapter nine, verse uh, 22, it says Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and he told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Jephthah took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and walked in backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were turned away so that they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his wine, he knew what his youngest son had done to him. Now, what I want us to talk about is there's a couple of things that we can look at in this this story and this account is that the youngest person showed the least amount of maturity. The youngest person showed the least amount of maturity. What do I mean by that? When he saw his father naked, when he saw his, when Ham saw his father naked, he did not cover his father up. What he did was he exposed his father and came out and told his brothers. And this is what I believe that is one of the main issues in the body of Christ today is because when we see a, a brother or a sister um, who is caught in sin, instead of helping the brother or the sister, we will expose the brother and the sister without providing any help. Oh, I wish you would hear what I'm saying today. Many people think that our call is to call out the sin of others, but really our call is to cover when love is needed. We're supposed to love our brothers, love our sisters, no matter what. And that means that, first of all, we have to take into account as in the book of Galatians, chapter six says that we must take an account. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and look in that chapter. In that chapter, in Galatians six, verse one, it says this, brethren, if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, each one looking to himself so that you too will not be tempted. Now, what is this? What does all of this mean? Really? In Galatians chapter six, and, and I teach this so much in our in our ministry, um, because I want us to understand if we find someone in sin, our job is not just to call them out, is to help them out. Amen. It's not just to call them out. 
It is to help them out. And when we help them out, it's usually done in a private setting. Matter of fact, in the scriptures, it tells us in Matthew 18, if someone is caught in sin, then you are to go to that person. This is the this is the thing that I want us to really understand today. Our call is to control our own fleshly urges to do things that are opposing to what the word of God tells and teaches us to do. We're told to reject anyone who does not bring the, the message that Jesus taught. He's, this is the word, this is the instructions that we're given as believers, that we are to love God with all heart, mind, soul, and our strength, to love our neighbor as ourself. And that love that we see here, it also restrains our, even our tongue. It restrains the fleshly impulse to want to expose the sin of others. Amen. I'm not talking about false teachers right now. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a person that is your brother who's caught in sin and how we are to approach them. It's not done through social media. It's not done with blanket statements. It's very specific and pinpoint and it's also tailor made to the individual. And if they hear you, then you can win that brother. Some of us are not heard because we're talking too loud. Hear that. Some of us are not heard because we're speaking too much. We have not opened up our ears to hear the help and the request that is being spoken. When we see this text, and like I was just telling you, and I was showing you in the book of um, Galatians, where he actually says that the younger son, the one that lacked maturity was the one that exposed. And guess what? His lack of maturity cost him something. It cost him a blessing. It cost him a blessing. So let's go ahead and finish reading this text here in Galatians chapter six, verse 25. It says that, so he said, cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, he shall be in to his brothers. He also said, bless the Lord, the God for Shem and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Jephthah and let him dwell in the tents of Shem and let Canaan be his servant. Noah lived 350 years after the flood. What I wanted to talk to you was about the fact that our immaturity can also cause us to miss our blessing. We see this in the scripture today, the way that we treat our spouses, the, we, there was a warning to treat your, to honor your spouse. Why was that a warning? Or he said, or lest your prayers be hindered. See, sin is still an issue. It's, it's a point of God's discipline to the believers. But when we don't exercise love, then we miss the blessing. We've seen over in Galatians, like I just mentioned, he says that we are to restore such a one with the spirit of gentleness, which is a fruit of the spirit, which comes through maturity. Those who are spiritual are always considered the ones that are mature in the word of God, not just mature in knowledge, but mature in action. Mature in action and each one looking to himself. Examine yourself. First of all, say, hey, look, 
I'm not perfect. Let me look at how I'm going to handle handle this person because I want to handle them like I would want them to handle me. And matter of fact, let me just handle them with the extension, the way that God handles me. He handles me with mercy. He handles me with love. He handles me with patience and kindness. Amen. Meekness. We see all of the fruit of the spirit. How God handles us is how we should handle one another. And this is what we're called to do. And that second verse says this. It says, bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. What's the law of Christ? Love. The law of Christ is to love your brothers. Amen. Is to love your brothers. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and your strength and love your neighbor as yourselves. So what does that mean to love your neighbor as yourselves? To love a neighbor as ourselves could mean is one meaning could mean to love others the way God has come to love you. Even in your own imperfections. And you knowing that you're imperfect, you treat your brother in the same manner with grace, with love and with peace. So, brothers and sisters, that's what I want to talk about today. There is another level of love that we need to share, accomplish and walk out in our daily lives. And it does not have anything to do with pointing out the faults of other people. There will be a time for that type of judgment, but that's not the priority mission. The priority mission is not what we work in others but the work that God performs in us, that we allow that work to be perfected. And that's the light shining through, which helps us, which calls us to be humble. We must be humble in order for that to happen. And we are shining through with actions and deeds and a temperament of true biblical love. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. Please make sure you like, share and subscribe to this podcast and continue to help us spread the word of being organized, neutralized so that we can go out and evangelize the world for the glory of the Lord. Until our next episode, be blessed and have a great and wonderful week. And we'll see you next time. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on the Becoming One podcast. We request that you please like, share, and subscribe to our station, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. Remember, to pursue peace in a divided world, we the church must organize, neutralize, and evangelize. Let's become one.